Hi, welcome back to Spider's Web. This episode is called Family Folklore. Most of us have family, and most of them have folklore. I guess I'm not different than anyone else, but then again, I am kind of different. And the reason I'm doing this episode is because uh, this year, my dad would have been 100 years old. That is remarkable to think of that, but I had old parents, and I was the baby of the family, so it was a little different for me. Uh, But my dad was an interesting guy. You know, he was self-made, really the American dream. But he started out, like many people of that generation, he had a very poor childhood. He grew up in a rural part of Ohio that was outside of Toledo. And when he was in 11th grade, he had to quit school because the family needed help and support, and he had to take a job for a morgue. So that was very odd. And then in 1937, he said that he finally ate enough bananas to weigh enough to be accepted in the U.S. Navy. Well, he got into the Navy, and he was stationed aboard the SS Phoenix. And in 1938, they were in Philadelphia at the Philadelphia Navy Yard. And my mother, who was 16 at the time, was sneaking out with her girlfriends and going out with sailors. Ooh la la. So he went out with my mom for a couple of weeks. And then the part after that that happens gets even more interesting. My dad's career in the Navy continues, and he's shipped to various different places all over the world. And then he is stationed in beautiful Hawaii at Pearl Harbor. And he's supposed to get out of the Navy on his birthday, which is December 10th of 1941. Well, the rest is history. Yes, he is part of the Pearl Harbor bombing. And His ship is damaged, but he survives. And they said, guess what? You're not getting out on your birthday. You're going to be in for a long time. So then uh, as the war progresses, my dad's ship is sent back to Philadelphia in 1943, five years since he saw my mother, and he still has her phone number. Well, he called her up and asked if she was still single or seeing anyone, and she said, No, I'm not seeing anyone. I think she was lying about that. I actually think she was engaged to somebody. But they went out for a couple of weeks. They were crazy about each other. And they eloped to Elkton, Maryland, where everybody during World War II, they were all going there to get quick marriages. And they got married, and they were together for two months. And then he left for two years. She didn't see him until the war was over. Well, my mother's Irish Catholic parents were not very happy about her eloping. 
eloping with a man that they never met, a man that was a sailor and was not even from Philadelphia. Well, they really went through the roof when they received a notice from a local rabbi offering to marry them properly. Oh, this did not go well at all. But eventually they they fell in love with my dad and they did adore him. Now, my father's family was a different story. My great-grandmother, Minnie, was a farm girl in rural Ohio. And when she was a very young teenager, she had a summer romance with a farmhand and became pregnant. Oh, they were not happy about that. But there was a man in town named Mr. Bennett who was crazy about her and married her and adopted the child as his own. And that was my grandmother, Frances. Well, they eventually had a lot of other children. Frances always grew up with a sense of not belonging and knowing the big secret, which literally my dad took to his grave with him. No one ever knew about Frances being an illegitimate child. And there isn't much known about her natural birth father. Uh, But she was a very interesting and independent and amazing woman. I've always been fascinated by her background. Uh, She knew how to drive in 1915. And by the time 1917 rolled around, when she was 17 years old, she was married, pregnant with her first child, my dad. And he was born, and then two other kids followed. And then she decided Mr. Saloff wasn't a very good provider, and she just didn't like him. So she threw him out and decided to raise three kids on her own. pretty hard for Frances raising those three children on her own and she relied a lot on my dad as the oldest kid and he helped out an awful lot but then during World War II she ran a factory and then after the war she owned a gas station and other apartment buildings she always wore a fur coat and red lipstick and she would drive cross country by herself before there were really even highways Well, she died suddenly in 1951, but she had time somewhere in there to have four husbands. Man, I never knew her, but I was intrigued by her story. And my dad said, you know, she would have loved you and your lifestyle. Show business is one thing she didn't get her hands into. She really would have had a good time with that. So with that... Here's to Francis and to an interesting life. (laughs) ¶¶ 